Gemara Yibamot, Dav Dalit, Masechet dedicated to the Fuash Shilema, Shimon ben Simha, En Narifanado, En Narifanado, En Narifanado. Fuata Nefesh, Urfuata Gufato, Kadabalba, Vekenya, not Sumanamar, Amen. We begin today's Dav on Gimal Amud Bet, and we're going to start from the words Ta'ama, which is one, two, three, four, five, six lines from the bottom. Let's just review again what we did yesterday at the end of uh, the Amud and Dav Gimal. So basically the Gemara was looking for a source. How do we know that the uh, Yavam will not fall to the Erva? Even though it's a mitzvah to make Yibum, but not Bimkom Erva, and also the Tzara also becomes forbidden as well. And the Gemara quoted a pasuk from Ahot Isha. Ahot Isha is his wife's sister. And there, he used the word by Ahot Isha Aleha, which is a word that's used also by Yibum. And therefore we learned that the Torah is coming to tell us that even in a case of Yibum, one cannot take the, uh, the wife's uh, sister. Now that's only one case of Erva, wife's sister. But the Gemara then came along and said that just like a wife's sister is an Erva, and it's punishable by Karet, if you do it by Mezir, and a Hatat, if you do it by Shogeg, so too all the Arayot are going to be the same. So all the Arayot are learned from Ahot, Isha, and then the Pasuk said, Letzror, and the Tzror came along and taught us that not only is the Irba Asura to Yibum, but also the Tzarot. And since the Tzror was a double language, because the children said Latsur, so the Tzror is a double language. So we learned not only the, the, um, the Tzarot, but Tzarot Tzarotehem, Atsov Koladorot. And that's basically the Mekor, how we know that Irba is Asura, Bimkom Yibum, and the Tzara is Asura as well. And that is basically the majority of the 15 cases that the Mishnah said. Good, so we have a Mekor Minat Torah. Now the Gemara is going to come along and ask, what do you need a Mekor for? What do you need a source for? Why don't we use the age-old rule of uh, which means we have a general rule that says, if you have a positive commandment, like Yibum is a positive commandment, and you have a lot ta'aseh, which means all these arayot are lot ta'asehs. The general rule says, aseh doche lot ta'aseh. And therefore, we should say that it should be doche. So the Gemara right away begins, de katab rahmana aleha. Which is only because we have a special gizrat katuv that it says by achot isha, the word aleha. And it says by yibum yibama yavo aleha. So therefore we know Based on that dirasha, that it's going to be asur bimkom erva. If it wasn't for that dirasha, I would have said, Ahot isha miyabemet. I would have said that really without that gizrat katuba, I would say that there is yibum. My ta'ama, what's the reason why I would have thought that there is yibum? The mitzvah of yibum will come along and push away. The Isud of Arayot. That's what I would have said if it wasn't for the Rasha. The Gemara says, wait, I don't need a Rasha to come and tell me that if it wasn't for a Rasha, I would say, which means, when do we say, that's when it's just a straight up lo ta'aseh, a regular lo ta'aseh. However, lo ta'aseh shish bukaret, midaheh. Rabotai, alayot is not only a lo ta'aseh, 
it's a lot ta'aseh sheyesh bo karet. And therefore, we don't have a rule that says, aseh doheh lot ta'aseh bekaret. And therefore, which means even without this pasuk, I would not have thought uh, that you can push away the uh, lot ta'aseh, because this is a lot ta'aseh with karet. So therefore, what do you need a pasuk for? Which means it wouldn't have pushed it off anyway. And furthermore, how do you know in general that Aase is Dukhe Lo Which means a regular Lo Ta'aseh that does not have karet. Where do we know it from? Now we go to Dalad Amudishon. Dikhtiv Lo Tilba Sha'atnez. So the Pasuk comes along and says, You're not allowed to wear Sha'atnez, a wool and linen combination. Gidilim Ta'aseh And right next to it, it talks about the Mitzvah of Sisit. Now, what do we learn from this uh, juxtaposition? So, if you look at the top of the sheet, we have a general way of learning in the Torah that things that are juxtaposed next to each other, we doresh them in the style that's called simuchim. And from there, we learn that you're allowed to have shatnez and sisit. That's the source how you know Asir Duhelotas, because you have the mitzvah of Sisit, which is a mitzvah Taaseh, and you have Sha'atnez, which is a Lot Taaseh, and that Simichut comes and teaches me that Lot Talbas Sha'atnez, Gididim Taaselach, that the Lot Taaseh of Sha'atnez does not apply to the mitzvah Taaseh of Sisit. The Gabbard says, Vamar Bil Hazar, Simuchim in Aturaminayim. How do we know that what? That we have this concept that we can be Doresh the Torah. In the style of Simuchim, through the Pesukim that are juxtaposed to each other, Shneimar, it says in Tehidim 111, Simuchim la'ad le'olam asuyim be'emet ve'yashar. Which means, Simuchim, when you have Pesukim that are Simuchim, asuyim be'emet, it's coming to teach us a truth. Meaning the truth of the Torah should be nidrosh from Simuchim. Ve'amar, Rav Sheshat, Amr Rabbi Al-Azhar, Mishum, Rabbi Al-Azhar bin Azariah. Let's see how And she falls in front of her brother-in-law, who's a mukachin. The guy's got boils all over his body. Now, this girl does not want to make yibum with such a, you know, uncomely fellow. So therefore, how do we know that we don't silence her? Which means we allow her to say, I don't want to make yibum with this guy. Let me just make halitza and end of story. How do we know that we allow her to state her claim? In Hosmin. Hosmin means we don't muzzle her, literally. How do we know she in Hosmin? That we allow her to state her claim that she doesn't want to make boom with this uncomely fellow. So it says Shinemar. We, we have the juxtaposition. We have a Simuchim. We're not allowed to muzzle an ox when he is threshing. And what does it say right after that? It talks about the Pasuk of Yibum. So what's the connection between the law of Yibum and muzzling an animal? That just like you're not allowed to muzzle an animal, you're not allowed to muzzle the girl who does not want to make Yibum. That she says, She'en chosmim, en sotmim ta'anotah. We don't silence her with our claims. La to force her l'tyabem. Ela kufino ta'anotah. She tell her, okay, no problem. Make halitza and call it a So you see again, even according to the rabbi, that does not agree with this style of dirash called simuchim, when it comes to sefer devarim, he's doresh simuchim. In generally speaking, is not doresh simuchim. But when it comes to sefer devarim, he actually is doresh. 
generally speaking, is not Doresh Simuchim. So Yabara comes along and says, Tetanya, because we have a statement from Ben Azai. Ben Azai Omer, Ne'emar, it says in Shemot, Mechashefa lo tehaye. A witch. Lo tehaye. To us, you have to give them mitat bedin. But we don't know which mitat, which death. It just says lo tehaye. Which one of the mitot bedin? Ne'emar, it says also over there, Kol shochev in behema motyumat. If somebody cohabitates with an animal, motyumat. Now, what's the connection? Semacho inyan lo. The Torah juxtaposed mechashefa to shochev in behema. Ma shochev in behema b'skila. Just like we know that the shochev in behema is punishable by by skila. Ab mechashefa b'skila. So that's the opinion of Ben Azay. How do you know mechashefa skila from the juxtaposition to shochev in behema? Amar lo Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yudah says no. Vechim mepanesh semacho inyan lo. Notzi zeel skila. Well, because you have a juxtaposition between shochevi behemah and mechashefa, so you're going to give them mechashefa sekila. No, I'm going to give them sekila, but from a different source, not from not from simuchim. Ela abidoreshet from oviyedoni. Oviyedoni is specific types of kishuf. Bechlal mechashefa. You know that obviously you're included in mechashefa lo tehaye. Velama yatsu. Why did the Torah have to go put them separately and separate by yikrach and chav? It says, "Be'ish or isha ki yebaim ov or yedoni." It specifies obidu, and obidu the punishment clearly is ba'evin yirgemu sekila. So why do they have to separate ov yedoni from the general mechashefa la'akish lahem to make the connection? Ve'lomar lecha ma ov yedoni b'sekila just like ov yedoni, which is a type of kishuf, is punishable by sekila. So what do you see from over here? That even though he had a simichut, but that simichut was in, 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 um, in Shemot. Rabbi Yudah is not Doresh Simuchim in Sefer Shemot. Or, or for that matter, in the other Sefarim. Only in Mishneh Torah. Only in Devarim. Now how do you know that Rabbi Yehuda is Doresh Simuchim in Sefer Devarim? From the following Rasha. Then we have a Mishnah later on. Nose Adam Anusat Abib. Umfute Abib. A person is allowed to marry the girl that his father went with, meaning by force, or the girl that his father seduced. So it's called either Anusat Abib, the one that his father went by force, or the girl that his father seduced. So the son is allowed to take that girl. Anusat bin Umfute bin. Similarly, the father can take the girl that the son forced himself on, or the girl that the son seduced. That's called Anusat Benum Futat Benum. That's Tanakama's opinion. However, the Biyudah Omer, Ba'anusat Abib Ufte Abib. That means what? Osir. The Biyudah Osir, Ba'anusat Abib Ufte Abib. The Biyudah says, no. The Anusat of the father and the Mufute of the father, the son cannot take. So he's more strict. Ba'amarav Gidala, Ma'amarav Maita, Ma'amarav Biyudah, which means, why is the Biyudah strict? So he says, why? Because we know the Torah says you're not allowed to be with your father's wife, which is Eshet Avicha. But this girl that he forced himself with is not Eshet Avicha. So therefore, why is the Biyudah Mahmir? When it comes to the father's wife, Pasuk Peferush, Eshet Avicha. But this is not Eshet Avicha. This is Anusat Abib. So why should it be forbidden? It says, no, we have a Simuchi. Because it says in Devarim 23, A person cannot take his father's wife. Literally, he cannot reveal the corner 
of his father. Now, what does that mean? Kanaf, the corner, which means, it's a nice way of saying, the girl that the father was with, the son cannot be with. So therefore, that's the pasuk that's coming along to tell us. How do you know that that's anusa? Which is the pasuk actually says, uh, um, in the beginning of that pasuk, um, uh, uh, the pasuk says, uh, How do you know that the end of the pasuk is talking about anusa? So the Gebra comes along and says, from the pasuk that's right above it. What's the parasha right above this parasha? That the fellow that forced himself on a single girl has to pay the father of the girl Hamishim Kesef. Now that's Anusa. That's the case of Anusa. And right after that talks about do not take your father's wife and the girl that your father was with. Obviously it's the same, the same way. Just like the Pasuk right before was talking about Anusa, so too this is talking about Anusa. Now what do you see? This is Sefer Devarim. And the Biuda is Doresh Simuchim in Sefer Devarim. And that's how he learns that Anusat Abib is going to be a suit to the son. Now, what about the rabbis? Vrabanan. What, what, what about the rabbis? The Chaura. Why are the rabbis Matir Anusat Abib? So it says, Because they say it's not a pure Simuchim. Because if it would be a pure Simuchim, pure juxtaposition, we agree. Why? Because the, we learned the derasha from the end of the pasuk. The end of the pasuk says, uh, But there's the beginning of the pasuk that says, That's the pasuk that's juxtaposed to Anusa. So therefore, we really don't have a juxtaposed, we have Anusa, Eshet Abiv, Kenaf Abiv. So Eshet Abiv is, is, is in between. So it's not a pure Simuchin. So therefore, Rabbanan say, since it's not a pure Simuchin, it's going to be Mutar. And therefore, Gibraltar says, fine. So obviously, the Rabbanan are not Doresh Kenaf Abiv in the Derasha of Simuchin. So therefore, they are Matir. They are Matir Anusat Aviv to the sun. But what did they learn? What, what, what Derasha did I learn from this Pasuk of Velo Yigale Kenaf Abiv? They have to learn something from it. So Gibraltar says, Hashta Delo Samikle. So therefore, now that they're not so meekly, what, what are they going to learn with it? From, uh, 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 so this is talking about over here, that a lady that fell to you, boom, to the father. And therefore, if she fell to the father, be boom, the son is not allowed to take that girl. Which means, he's going to transgress now two, two sins. Number one, He's taking his brother's wife. Now, you're not allowed to take your brother's wife when it's a suit, right? So therefore, number one, he gets the suit of brother's wife. And number two, you're taking a girl that fell to your father, be boom. And then when you fell to the father, be boom. So therefore, it's going to be a suit as well. Fine. So, I'm sorry. I, I take that back. The first Yisud is going to be, it's the wife of his father's brother. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's the wife of his father's brother. That's why his father's making Yibum. So you're not allowed to take basically your aunt. So that's one Yisud. That's a general Yisud. You can't take your aunt. And you're taking a girl that fell to your father, be Yibum, which is going to be a second lap. So I repeat, Rabotai. The two lavim over here is, number one, lo yigale kenaf aviv, 
the girl that fell to your father, Biyibum, she's Asura. And incidentally, that girl, if she fell to your father, Biyibum must be your aunt. And it's Eshet Ahiyabib. And therefore, it's going to be Asur as well from that standpoint. Beautiful. So the Gabbara comes along and says, You're telling me that when it comes to Mishneh Torah in Devarim, Rabbi Yehuda, who's not Dores Simuchin Bechola Torah Kula, is Dores Simuchin in Sefer Devarim. Why? Why is he Doresh? Gemara gives two reasons. Either because we're forced to, we have no choice, we'll see what that means. Because the Pesukim are extra. And since the Pesukim are extra, so therefore we're allowed to learn it in a style of Simuchim. And the Gemara explains. You're going to tell me that what? That it's Mukhaq to learn this way. So he says, Ge'imken. Because if the pasuk, for example, in Lo Kenaf Aviv, if it was not referring to Anusa, which is Simuchat to it, the Torah should have written this pasuk of Lo Kenaf Aviv in the place where it should be, in Arayot, which is where Parashat Harimot. All the Arayot are written over there. So Lo Kenaf Aviv, what is it doing here? It should have written it in Parashat Arayot. The fact that it wrote it over here, as Rashi says, look at the bottom Rashi on the Amud. Right. If it was coming to tell you an extra Isud of Eshet Av, because that's what we're talking about over here, you can take your wife, your father's wife, and it's coming to tell you another Isud. It's another Isud. So just write it in the, in the Parashat Arayot. Why did it write it over here next to Anusa? Oh, you know why it wrote it next to Anusa? They come and tell me it's a new Isud. It's Isud as Nidrash Mesimuchim. Number one, that what? That's going to be Asud to take Anusat Abib. Now, the Gebra comes along and says, Shmat Mina, I'm sorry. The Gebra says, Another reason is because it's extra. The pasuk is extra. I don't need this pasuk bichlal. That's why I'm going to be Doresh B'Simuchim. The Imken, because you don't need this pasuk. If you're just coming to tell me that what Eshet Aviz Asur, Lechtob Rahmana, Lo Yikach Ishet Eshet Aviv, which is the beginning of the pasuk. You tell them to me already. Don't take your father's wife. Lo Yigaleh Kenaf Aviv Lamali. What is that pasuk coming to, to add? It's extra. Must be it's extra. The fact that it's extra, then I'm Doresh already, Simuchim from the Pasuk that is above it. And they've come to teach me what? That Anusat Aviv is going to be Asur based on the Simuchim. So Gehora says, wait, Now didn't we say that we have a Derasha of Simuchim by Sisit? What did we say? We said, Lotilba Shatnes. Gidilim Ta'aselach. So we came along and said that even though we have a lot against wearing shatnez, but when it comes to sisit, you can have shatnez. You can have a, you know, a, a linen garment with woolen uh, sisiyot. So the Gebra comes along and said, now it's got, that's, that, that's, and that's in Devarim. So the Gebra says, either because we're, we're forced to learn like that, or because it's extra. Kabbalah explains, which means, how do we know that it's, 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 we're forced to say that it's coming to tell me that Isur of Shadis is waived. Because if the Torah was not coming to teach you the Semichut, let this Pasuk be written in Shemot when we talk about Parashat Sisit. 
למה ילחיתה כתבי הכה? זה סדרת פרשת סיסית, פרשת סימונות, פרשת משלח. I'm sorry, פרשת שלח. So therefore, write this פרשה where it belongs. Why did you write it again in דברים? You know why you wrote it again in דברים? To juxtapose it next to שעבנז. To come and tell me that. Although we have any sort of שעבנז, it does not apply to סיסית. And secondly, it's extra. The whole derash of not l'mashatnes is extra. What's extra? Mechti katab. We learned in vayikra ubeged kilayim shatnes lo yale alecha. If you have a garment that's woolen linen shatnes lo yale alecha, can't put it on you. Not l'mashatnes lamani. What do you have to repeat? Not l'mashatnes. Shema mina leafnuye. Ella from the fact that it's repetitious. The repetition is coming to tell me Doresh Simuchin. And therefore, what's the Simuchin? Sisit Mutat B'Sha'atnez. The Gebarah says, wait, wait, wait. You're coming to tell me that what? That the Isud of Sha'atnez in the book of Devarim is extra. And I'm not so, I'm not so convinced that it's extra, the Gebarah is going to say. Haneh, You need both Pesukim. You need the pasuk in Vayikra that says, Beged Sheb Kelayim Shatnez Lo Ya'aleh Alecha. That means don't put it on you. Lo Ya'aleh. And you need the pasuk of Lo Tilbash. They're not extra. I need both pasukim. Why? Di'i katab Rahmana. If the Torah just wrote, Lo Ya'aleh Alecha, I would have said, What have Amina? Kol Derech Ha'ala'a Asa Rahmana. No matter what type of wearing, it's not even wearing it. It's just throwing it on your shoulders. I would have thought any where you throw the garment on your shoulders, on your back, is going to be asur. And even people that sell garments, and how do they sell the garments? They put it on them. Now they're not wearing it with kavanah to be neheneh. They're putting it on them just to show it to the customer. So therefore, I would have thought that what, that even such a ha'ala'ah, even placing it on without kavanah to be neheneh, that's going to be asur as well. Katab Rahmana lo tilbash. Dumya dilbisha di'it behana'a. Only when it's domete wearing, when a person wears it, he's enjoying the hana'a of the warmth of the begin. But the guy who's selling it over there, he's not doing it l'shem hana'a, he's doing it l'shem, uh, again, to model it in order to show it to the customer. So therefore, if it just would have said ha'ala'a, I would have said any type of wearing, even if it's not l'shem hana'a. No, no telbash. No telbash comes to teach me that got the normal way of wearing. When a person wears garments, his covenant is to warm himself. And if the Torah came along and said, no telbash, I would have thought that maybe only levisha, when you're wearing it, when there's a lot of pleasure, then it's asur. But just throwing it on your back, where you're not wearing it. For example, I'd say wrapping yourself around the, a, a sheet or a, a, you know, a, 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 a blanket that has shadez. I might have thought that that's not considered isud. No, I would have thought maybe not. That place is no alecha. So therefore, basically, I need both pesukim to come and teach you kedushim in shadez itself. So therefore, don't tell me that the pasuk lotel bas is extra. <coughs> it's not extra. It's actually needed to to teach me something. Fine. Now, obviously, there's a question over here 
this is this is a question that we have over here that Rabbi Yehuda generally holds Dabar she'en mitkaben asur. So what do I care if the guys that are selling this suits they put it on their shoulders to sell it or they're wearing it to sell it and they're not mechaben for hanaa? What do I care? They're getting hanaa bottom line. If you hold Dabar she'en mitkaben is asur, so what should it make a difference if they have kavana or not? Therefore, this is the big question. Aliba the Rabbi Yehuda. So some of the Mefarshim answer that it's talking about us. Uh, so you have to say it's talking about where it's in the summer months where the Hana'a is really not happening because it's already hot already. So it's not possible to get a Hana'a. Or putting on the beggar is a, is, a, is a toil for him, so he's really not enjoying the heat of it. It's a burden to, to put it on. You have to learn the case, that, according to the Behuda at least, that it's not a case where he's actually getting a, uh, a, a direct uh, Hana'a. But again, you would have thought it's a sud, because it just says, Lo That's why it says, Lo Telbash. Lo Telbash comes only when you're receiving a Hana'a, but if you're not receiving Hana'a, it's not going to be uh, a sud. Now the Gebarah comes along and says, Wait. You're telling me that don't tell me it's extra. Don't tell me lotil bashadez is extra, it's needed. Now, once you tell me it's needed, then I don't have the simichut. I only can dress simichut that I could wear shatnez legabesi seed if it's extra. So the Kabbalah says, wait, imken, if that's what it's coming to teach me, that what? Lotil bash is only when you mechavent abana. Lichtov rahmana lotil bashadnez. Just say lotil bash. Finish. Don't wear. Meaning, Hana'ah. Semir ufishtim lamali. Oh, why did the Torah have to come along and repeat to me, Semir ufishtim, wool and linen. I don't need that. I know it. Mechti. Kitab. Already you told me in Vayikra. Ubeged kilayim sha'adnez lo ya'alalecha. I know already in Vayikra, you can't wear sha'adnez. And what type of sha'adnez can't you wear? Beged. Now, I don't know what a beged is. Beged is a garment. What is the Torah's definition of beged? When the Torah says the word beged, what is it talking about? Which means, we know that Torah sometimes just says beged. But once the Torah came and told us what beged is, by the tumat begadim, what does the Torah say? Which means, in the parasha of the Torah, when it talks about <coughs> the negaim that come on the begadim, the Torah clearly says it's a beged semer or beged pishtim. So now I know that that's what the Torah means when it says the word beged. Beged pirusho semer or pishtim. So therefore, af kol semer or pishtim. So therefore, if stam beged is semer or pishtim, so therefore, what do you have to tell me? Lot til and then you have to tell me, Semir Upishtim. What do you have to tell me, Semir Upishtim? We know it's a beggar, beggar is Semir Upishtim. Ah, the Gabra says, Semir Upishtim, the Kadavra Malamali. That's the extra part of the Pasuk. The extra part of the Pasuk is the Semir Upishtim. And therefore, since it's extra, now I can make a Semuchim. I come along and say that it's Samuch, the Sisit, to come along and tell you that. Although Sha'anez is Asur, we waive the Isur when it comes to wearing Sisid. And what's the extra words? Not Lotil Bash. 
The extra words are tzemer ufishtim, because the Torah already told me beged. And stop beged of the Torah is either tzemer or pishtim. So I have to tell it to me again. You have to tell it to me again in order to come and tell me that it's going to be simuchim, uh, to come in matir, shat des de gabe, sisit. The Gabra says, no, sorry. The akati itztarich. I still need the words semir uh, ufishtim, even though I know that stam beged is what we said is considered semir ufishtim. But I still need it. It's not extra. Why? I would have thought like this. Which means, when you're just putting it on your shoulders, well, you're not really getting a big hana'a. So therefore, I would say what? That's when Semur Pishtim is Asur. When, when the Pasuk said in Vayikra, wouldn't it say Semur Pishtim? And what is Asur by Semur Pishtim? Lo ya'ale alecha. Because since it's not such a, 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 a hana'a, ha'ala'a, that's not such a So there we restrict it. Only Semur Pishtim is Asur be ha'ala'a. Because it's not such a big hana'a. But when it comes to Lotel Bash, the Hanayata, the Nafish Hanayata, where the Hanaa is a lot, called I would have thought every hybrid is going to be Asud. Amazing. That means, by Ha'ala'a, it says Beget. Okay, we know what, what is Beget? Semiru Pishtim. I would say, yeah, the Torah is lenient by Ha'ala'a. That's what I would have thought. Because Ha'ala'a is not such a big Hanaa anyway. So therefore, the Torah is only restricting Semiru Pishtim, which is a beggar. But by maybe Lot Bash, where you're wearing it, I would have said any hybrid. Take any two materials and put them together, I would have thought it was going to be Asur. That's why the Torah has to come along and say, Katav Rahmanat Semiru Pishtim. Semiru Pishtim is not uh, extra. You need to tell me that even the Gabele Bisha, wearing where the Hana'a is a lot, only Semiru Pishtim Asur and not other hybrids. So therefore, we're back to the question. It's not extra. So therefore, if it's not extra, I cannot learn the juxtaposition of Simuchim. What is it? No. If that's the case, the Torah does not have to say anything. I can learn a Hekesh. It says the word Sha'atnez by Ha'ala'a. And it says the word Sha'atnez by Levisha. And therefore, I could have made <coughs> a simple, ju- a simple hekesh and say, just like by ha'ala'a, shatnez, it said beged, that's simiru pishtim. So by lotil bash, it's referring to what? Simiru pishtim, shatnez, shatnez. Why does it say simiru pishtim? Ela, it's extra. In order to make the juxtaposition, the simuchin, to come and tell me that shatnez is mutar by seat. Now the Gemara comes along and says, wait, you want to tell me that we waving Sha'atnez by Sisit? That means, let's speak it out, you can wear a, a linen garment and you can have Sisiyot, which is wool. Now we know that in the olden days they used to wear Tichelet. That Tichelet actually is a woolen garment. The Gemara is going to say that now. So basically you're tying a woolen garment, Tichelet, to a linen baggage. And the Torah is telling you through that simuchim that that's absolutely fine. Well, not according to everybody. Vetana the Ishmael. The Gemara says that according to the Tana the Ishmael, 
The only reason why we're coming to tell you that you could learn that Sisit is waived, Kalayim is waived by Sisit, is because of Simru Pishtim. If it wasn't for that, I would have thought that it's going to be Asur. Wait, how could that be? That you should make seat on the corners of your garment. Like we learned already. Anytime it says bigdehem, which is beged, it's either referring to what? Tzemer or pishtim. And the Torah says what? Make techelet. Utechelet amrahu. And we know techelet is wool. So what do you need this for? We know it from the Pasuk itself. The asulahem sisit, akad febik dehem. Whatever the kanaf is. So if the kanaf is linen, it says make for yourself sisit. Now you got to put techelet, right? Techelet is what? Wool. So that's it. That's what I'm saying. It's okay. It's okay. Now, how do you know that Tichelet is wool? Gemara says, Umimai de Tichelet Amrahu. How do you know that Tichelet is indeed wool? Medeshesh kitana Tichelet Amrahu. When it says in the Torah, when we talk about the clothes of the Kohen Gadol, it says Shesh, Bigdeshesh. Now we know Bigdeshesh is Pishtim, that's linen. So Tichelet Amrahu. So Tichelet must be something else that's going to be wool, which means. Those were the two fabrics that they had. Those days, they didn't have uh, polyester. So therefore, if, one, if this item is uh, linen, the other item's got to be wool. Finished. So you have shesh, then So therefore, what do you need this simuchim for? It's explicitly in the pasuk. The kanaf of the beged. The kanaf of the beged is going to be linen, and you're going to put a wool string, which is techelet, and uh, that's it. So the Gemara comes along and says, it's Tirich. No, you need both. You need the Semer Pishtim de Rasha. Because I would have thought that what? We have a special de Rasha of Rabbah that's Doresh, these words, Al-Kenaf. Al-Kenaf. So they were, I would have thought like Rabbah, to learn kanaf differently, that's why I needed a shaf simuchim. Now, what does Rabbah say on this kanaf? Rabbah says, "The Rabbah actually brought a contradiction in pesukim. Kiti, one pasuk says, sisit a kanaf. You put the sisit on the corner. So, what is what is the duration of the word kanaf? Mean kanaf, which means that the sisiyot should be made of the same." Fabric of the kanaf. Which means, let's say the kanaf is made out of silk, so the string should be made out of silk. Ha-kanaf, mean kanaf, hadush. It's got to match. Uh, 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 like, 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 remember those, those old sisyot uh, and sharesyon that were made out of uh, the satin and used to have those uh, satin uh, strings? Mean kanaf. They have the, 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 the same uh, 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 strings as the garment. Okay, that's one person. But we have another pasuk that says, Uchtiv, Semir Upishtim. It says in the pasuk of what? Semir Upishtim, which is coming to tell me what? And Gidilim Ta'aselecha. And from there it's mashma that I can make the strings from either Semir Upishtim. And it sounds like 
I can make similar pishtim, meaning either wool uh, uh, strings or uh, linen strings for any garment. So make up your mind. Is it wool and linen strings or is it to match the garment? So the Gebarat says, I can't say Semir upishtim potrim ben beminam ben shelo beminam. Semir upishtim is universal. If you make sisiyot either out of semir, wool, or linen, they will exempt all garments. They're universal, type O. That means if I have a silk garment or a cotton garment, I could put either wool strings or silk strings or cotton strings, because that's mean to me, no? But the hadush is that wool and linen are poter all. If you're not going to have wool and linen, then you got to match the garment. Sha'ad minim, for example, silk, biminam potram, it's only going to be patur, but sisit that are made from silk. Shelo biminam em potrim, but if it's not biminam, it's not going to be poter. Let's just read Rashi over here. Rashi comes along and says, Rashi comes along and says, Vehatanada beri Bishmael, Salkada Takamina. Kedaraba, we're reading Rashi. If we didn't have Simru Bishtim, which is the juxtaposition to come and tell me that it's Mutar, that what I can wear Sha'atnez. <coughs> in the CCO, I would have learned Hakanaf is coming to tell me Min Kanaf. And what does Min Kanaf? And obviously that's No. I would have said all the Pasuk is coming to tell me is that what? Hakanaf, mean kanaf. That means a wool will cover wool and a linen will cover linen. But I will not know that you can wear shatnes. And what? And wool will cover silk and the linen will cover silk. But not that wool covers linen, linen covers wool. I would just have learned that you can have mean kanaf, you have to match the same fabric and wool and linen can be potted everything, but not that you can wear shatnes. So therefore, if it was just from the word akanaf, which we thought that, that would be a nice derasha, it's not enough. That's why I need the simuchin. That means even the linen garment, you could wear wool strings. And now we're going to explain. So Gabriel comes along and says, So the Gabriel says, hold it. Rashi, vehai. I'm sorry. Continue Rashi for a second. Ketiba kanaf, asis shut mimina kanaf. The imtalit shel meshi, asis shut shel meshi. Because semenu peshtim, when semenu peshtim come and teach me, tasir lekademash, ba asis sisid mesemenu peshtim. Elas kami to tell me that semenu peshtim poter all garments, but not chadnez. And that's that's Rabbi. I would have thought that what. That we're going to hold like Rabbah's derasha, and therefore I don't have a ra'ayah that's, that's, that kilayim is mutar. That's why I need these simuchim. I cannot learn from hakanaf. So the Gebra comes along and says that while we would have made the mistake, according to Talal Ben Ishmael, that if the Torah didn't write Simiru Pishtim to learn the juxtaposition, I would have learned like Rabbah. So the Gebra says, What do you mean? That Talal Ben Ishmael let let the Rabbah. What are you talking about? We know that Talal Ben Ishmael does not hold like Rabbah. 
Rashi, the darisha kanaf mean kanaf. He doesn't know that this darasha mean kanaf. That's be the same species. He holds that another garment He holds beged. The only garments of the hayam is beged, wool or linen. So you can't tell me it's coming to tell me that if you have a a, a, a silk garment. You put silk sisiyot. According to Bishma'el, there's no such thing as minatura silk garment. That's hayab and So how can you tell me that he's... Do- I would have had a haba amina like Rabbah. He doesn't hold of Rabbah. He holds that these only two garments of the hayab is wool and linen. So therefore, how, how would I have think like Rabbah that mean kanaf, that uh, silk for silk. In Rabbi Ishmael's world, there's no such thing as silk like a besisit. So I'll tell you what it means. It's tarik. I still need the dirashav simru pishtim, which is the simuchim. Sagar ragamina ki diyukad rabah. I would have made the following diyuk. Hakanaf min kanaf. When it says in the pasuk hakanaf min kanaf, the haki kamar achmana. Avid lesemer lesemer upishtim lupishtim. That I would have thought that what min kanaf. There's only two garments, right? Wool and linen. So they have a min kanaf means linen for linen and wool for wool. Forget about, uh, take, uh, what do you call it? Take, take, take silk off the table. There's no silk according to the Bishmael. But there's wool and linen. So Minkaraf would have taught me what? Linen for a linen garment and wool for a woman garment. And when you're using wool, then color one of them blue. But know that you could use uh, wool for a linen garment or vice versa. That's what the Torah says. Semiru pishtim. What is semiru pishtim? Come and tell me the juxtaposition. That filut semer le pishtim or pishtim that semer. I can even mix them. So therefore, again, Rabotai, this is all uh, all good now. We're at the maskana of the Gemara, which is bottom line. I even though I have a dirashab hakanaf, which the Chaurah tells me hakanaf. <laughs> Whatever my kanaf is, which means Rasul kanaf. And what is that coming to teach me? We thought that it's coming to uh, to teach me that what? If we go back again, when the pasuk came along and said, and therefore we know that according to the uh, Ishmael. Uh, 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 all garments are what? Either wool or linen. And we know that techelet is uh, uh, wool. So they, what the pasuk is talking to Beferush. Ba'asulahem sisit. What type is sisit? Wool, because that's techelet. Al-kadfebikdehem. What's the beged? Wool or linen. So linen. So therefore it's a Beferush pasuk. Linen, you can put wool. So therefore, why would I need a juxtaposition to come and tell me that I can wear sharpness? The pasuk is telling me. It's no... Because you would have thought when it says hakanaf, only mean kanaf. Meaning, if it's a linen garment, you only wear linen strings. No techelet. And when you wear wool, then you put the techelet wool with wool. But I would not have known that you can mix wool with linen and linen with wool. That's the chadush of the juxtaposition. That comes to the next to shabnez to come and tell me that shabnez does not apply by sisi. That's it. Baruch Amen ve'amen.